0: Love, talk Radio Good morning, good afternoon, good
1: evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio
0: Hello, hello everyone out there in the big, big world This is Helena, Helena Steiner-Hornstein And I'm talking to you from sunny Miami Well, we are moving on into this new year, aren't we? And uh, my talk shows are still there. And I'm very happy to introduce a new guest for you today. That is Margaret McElroy. And Margaret, she should be on the other side of the line. She's sitting in um, Seattle, I believe. Yes, I am a very cold (laughs) Seattle. (laughs) Uh, You are not in Australia. You are Australian or from New Zealand. And, you yes. know, a few weeks ago, I had someone, and he said, oh, he's working with the Hollywood stars. And then suddenly he said, oh, I'm in Paris. And I just kind of lost my word. I didn't know what to say <laughs> because <laughs> I had expected him to sit in California. So anyway, <laughs> here we are. And you are, you are an expert. Uh, I see that from all what you can do and what we have announced here today is that we're going to talk about gods and angels in all kinds of ways, and we're going to talk about uh, past lives, and we also, just like we did before we started the show, we're going to talk about the connection between President Lincoln and President Obama, which, according to you, is quite fascinating, and I'm very Oh, very. Curious. Yes. So, um We have a few things, and uh, you uh, have, uh, by the way, you have written several books, and you have your own healing center in Seattle, and uh, you are a past life therapist, and you are a deep trance channel, and Mm -hmm. uh, founder of Metaphysical Schools with graduates on five continents. I think this
1: is very impressive.
0: So welcome, Margaret. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Um, well, uh, you know, I, I couldn't do any of this without the help of, my, as I say, my friends in spirit. And that's wonderful.
0: And with your friends in spirit, you mean, do you want to talk to us about that?
1: Well, <clears throat> we all of us have friends in spirit. It's just that we don't recognize the spiritual side of us. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about religious. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about the the part of us that is of spirit. We have the physical body, and we have the mental body, which is the mind. The physical body, of course, is the physical body. Then there is another part of us, and that part of us stays in us until we die. And then when we die, it leaves us. Our physical body is buried or cremated, and our soul goes on, and that's the spiritual part of us. And uh, that is what I would call the
0: eternity within us, isn't it? Yes,
1: yes. And uh,
0: now, when I work, I talk about the white light and the light within us. So we call that the
1: soul power? Yes, and the interesting thing is that when we do leave our body, um, we leave from the heart. Mm -hmm. We actually go through our own body. We go from the heart through to the uh, crown chakra and when we get through the crown chakra we're in another dimension interesting
0: you know this kind of work that you and i are doing is also through the crown chakra and that's why i find it so hard to really find words and that's why when i'm working and i'm sure you do the same we don't remember afterwards actually what we said
1: no no i i have i say to people that have a reading with me um you know i give you uh, basically within uh, a few minutes it's gone you know i mean yeah. you can go out the room and come back in again and say you told me this but the thing is that i have no recollection i've told you that and this is exactly the point, and
0: that's why I haven't been so crazy about doing readings on the telephone, <laughs> because <laughs> you don't know what you might tell people. And, uh, and I've had those who said, oh, why did you tell me that? I shouldn't have been told that, or that wasn't very nice, you know. But you yeah. don't know what you're saying.
1: Well, the, the energy that I work with, I'm very fortunate with, because, first of all, um, his name, by the way, is Matreya. And um, he is just a teacher. Um, There have been many names given to this energy, but he says, I'm just a teacher. And he um, is such a beautiful energy that when he does a reading, um, there is never anything in a negative way said because there is nothing negative in life, only what we give it. And so, you know, every one of us has has, um, you know, opportunities for growth, has opportunities for, you know, yes, we do make mistakes, if you can call them mistakes. We make choices which sometimes um, are not the right choices. But when he gives you the information, it's all done with love. And it's I haven't had anybody in all of my years of doing readings who has got up or walked out and said, you know, that was awful, I don't want to listen to that, I shouldn't have heard that. Um, he does a most amazing reading. And um, so, you know, I think that, you know, um, the people that, that listen to those readings, I, or I don't advertise my work in a sense. I don't put ads out there that I do readings. The readings come to me. Yeah, of course. And so when they do come to me, I know that I am that person has requested that assistance. Yeah,
0: I had, for instance, one woman. She couldn't get pregnant, and it was impossible yeah. for her to get pregnant. And then I saw and said, you know, which she told me afterward that she had she died died in the previous lifetime a childbirth, and it was yes. a terrible thing. And that was told to her, and she took it the right way. But maybe yeah. someone else wouldn't have taken it the right way. So, why did you remind me, or what? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that very much yeah. so. But um, you know, usually, you know, I've I've been with this energy now for over 20 years, and he has really got this way about answering questions that is actually very beautiful. Um, yeah. It makes you think. You know, it makes you look at the issues around you, and it's his energy that does that um, yeah. and raises your vibration in a way. Yeah, and I notice when you speak to
0: those in spirit, as you mentioned, it's um, they always put the truth to you in a very nice way. Well, so, the, such a yeah, simple, the thing,
1: don't they? The thing is that we, each one of us has a higher self that higher self part of us is the part of us that is spiritual it is connected to you know to god to the divine source the ultimate being whatever name you want to call it whereas you know the the self part of us is connected to the physical body and so the um you know the higher self part of us can recognize the messages from spirit the self doesn't want to hear that. It doesn't It doesn't want to change. It doesn't like moving on. It doesn't like getting out of its comfort zone. And so, um, you know, it, and of course, the, the higher in vibration that you go, the more you learn, the harder it becomes, actually.
0: Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, what are God's and angels? In America, most people actually believe in God's and angels and that they've had some kind of help or push forward by a, or from a guardian angel.
1: Yeah. What, what well, is a guardian a, angel? Yeah. Every one of us on this earth plane, and people go, ooh when I say even Charles Manson has a guardian spirit, has a guardian angel. And that guardian angel is with you from the moment that you decide that you're going to come to the earth plane, and the guardian angel is with you right until the moment that you decide, you go home and then you see your life review and then the guardian angel 's job is over and done with now um, the guardian angel 's purpose you have a plan before you are born, and that 's called your astrological natal chart and the The purpose of the of the guardian angel is to lead you and guide you to the Opportunities that you need to learn the lessons that you've chosen to do. Also, that that guardian spirit has people that help it. Also, so so for instance, the guardian spirit is is the leader tries to get everything into place. I have an amazing story to tell about my first husband and how we came together. Okay, and, I would love um, to hear that from you. Well, it's it? amazing. It's amazing um, because we had been communicating. Um, you know, in the, I was about 20, and, and we'd been communicating. I'd known him for five years. And then finally he went to the Persian Gulf, and we were writing to each other. And he, was asked, he asked me to marry him, and I said I would. And then I got cold feet, mainly because I'd had a baby a few about a year before, and I'd had to give that child up for adoption. And I'd been going out with the baby's father for five years. And then he just dumped me um, and started going out with somebody else. So I wasn't going to go through the same thing again. And he's talking, um, my first husband is talking about um, being, you know, going away for a weekend together and being intimate. And, And I'm thinking, no, I'm not going to go through this again. So I actually wrote to him when he was in the Persian Gulf and I finished with him. I finished our relationship. Well, then about, three months later, I mean he wrote and said I should be horse whipped and um he really, you know, was very hurt about it. Well, about three months later I was I'd gone out with a friend for the weekend and in England they have a celebration called Wit Sunday and Whit Monday. And yes, um it, yeah. And so I um it was Whit Sunday evening and I was gonna go home um back to my home after staying with my friend. She said to me, why don't you stay until tomorrow morning and we can go out again tonight? And I was like, oh, and then all of a sudden I had this strong feeling to stay, so I stayed. Well, the next morning I'm sitting at the bus stop at 7 o'clock in the morning and um, waiting for this bus. And there's a woman there with two young children. And she said to me, you know, she started talking about how it had taken her eight hours to get from one part of Nottingham, England to another part and yet it had only taken her cousin eight hours to get from um, the Persian Gulf to his hometown, which she mentioned. Mm -hmm. And she started talking about this cousin of hers and how he was supposed to get engaged when he came home, and the woman had packed him in and and didn't want any more to do with him, and he was so upset. And she's talking about this and that and the other, and it's like ringing bells inside of me. (laughs) So finally I said to her, <clears throat> you're not talking about so-and-so, are you? And she said, yes. Do you know him? And I said, well, actually, I'm supposed to be the girl he was getting engaged to. Oh. Well, she was very rude to me, very, very rude <laughs> to me. <And laughs> yeah, she, know, right? But finally, she said, I said to her, actually, I have some photographs of his. I'd like to get back to him. I said, how can I contact him? And she, in those days, no, you know, not many people had a telephone. So she said, well, ring his father at the pub. And get his dad to ring you, uh, to tell um, him to call you. And so I did that. I rang the pub and get, left a message with his father. And um, he, um, And anyway, um, you know, the outcome of it was that um, a few hours later, he rang me. Um, and, you know, I, after much sort of like hesitation, I finally said, what are you doing tonight? And he said, Um, I'm doing nothing. And I said, do you want to come over for dinner? So he came over for dinner like two hours on a bus. And finally, um, you know, we went out for that evening, and six weeks later we were married.
0: Wow, good. You know,
1: know, tell me if I wasn't meant to marry that man, if you know what I mean. And I had two children with him, and um i had a I had a decent life. It was a very beautiful life with him in the early years. It was only my going into metaphysics which actually broke the marriage down after twenty three you know, years it, it's
0: amazing how that happened to me too it really i couldn 't handle living in that energy, so I had to get out yeah, of so yeah
1: yeah well he just my the interesting thing was that my first husband was A a massage therapist. He was a reflexologist. He was a wonderful healer, but he couldn't handle me being that way.
0: That's another thing I've seen,
1: yes. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, in the end, I just knew I could. I knew if I was to fulfill my destiny, I couldn't stay where I was. I'd given Uh my whole life to my children. I'd been a stay home mom. Um, I, you know, I was always there for my children every day. I went to every school concert. I went to every hockey game and every football game. And, um, you know, I've given my, I've given 17 years, 16 years to my children. And I felt it was time for me now. So, you know, but, I mean, who put me at that bus stop? Whom? who, you know, I mean, it was just, uh, exactly, exactly.
0: And, and and, you know. They do it it just like that. uh, So your husband then was part of your plan and those yes. children that oh, you had, had yes. they were part yes. of your plan again.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much so. But you I was can't... I nearly ran away from that plan. Do you see? Yeah. I I, I I you know, I nearly ran away from it and I often wonder what would have happened had I kept running, you know. Uh, because our whole life is choice. But I, I do feel now, knowing what I know, I do feel that I would have found another man exactly the same as my ex-husband, and it's not so much about the person; it's about the lessons that you have to learn.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. So you have a lot of wisdom in that uh, comment. Now, going back to the angels, uh, where do they live, so to speak? Where are they in the meantime? You know. Uh, well, they where, are where, with where, you
1: all, they are with you basically all of your life. They are with you twenty four hours a day um their Their role is to guard you because that's what they are guardian angels and they are there you but you have to ask them for protection you have to ask them for everything that you need. And the thing is that many people don't realize this. They assume that, oh, if I've got a guardian angel, that guardian angel will know what I need. No, they don't know what you need until you verbalize it or think it. That's very good
0: to know. That's wonderful to know. So you have to think it or pronounce it. You have to send it in a certain way. How do you communicate to them?
1: It's like like manifesting, in a sense. Um, The word manifest means to make and you know you think about something and you do, you have to think about it in a positive way you can't i mean i i i go uh, out a lot and i meet a lot of people and people say oh you know i'd love to do that but of course i never win anything or i i can never do that or you know and and it's and uh, why you know i say to them why can't you do that who's told you that you know yeah. um you know, it's, it's because we are such a negative race of people, and, and it's in ground, it's in bread, it's in ground within us, from our parents, usually, um, from, um, you know, from our uh, peers, from school, um, you know, I mean, I, it took me many, many, I was in my 40s before I came to realize that I was the creator of my own reality. And that I could make what I wanted of my life.
0: I think we were brought up beforehand, before in the earlier years, to be a certain way and to to think down about
1: ourselves.
0: I mean, today, yeah,
1: today's children. My granddaughter is nine, and she recently came to visit me from Australia. She came, flew on her own at nine years of age, all the way to Seattle from Brisbane, Australia. (laughs) Yeah, and right. and I mean you know I wouldn't I wouldn't have even been allowed to do that at my age at that age, and she is you know such an amazing child because she there's nothing she believes she cannot do. Yeah, and this I
0: recognise that from my own grandchildren. It nothing. Yeah, you know they
1: important. they are a different race of being than than you know. Um, the way we were. We <laughs> yeah, were. Yes. Yeah. No,
0: it's very very true that. Uh, We had limits set around you for whatever, and again, particularly as the girls and women and so on, but that's disappearing. So we have just to pick up on that one. Now, going
1: in, can I just say also, it's very important that we know also that as well as having the guardian spirit, we also have guides and then we also have helpers. So the the guardian spirit is like the big boss. Uh And then. We have guides, and the guides. For instance, I have a guide who helps me with my writing. I have a guide who helps me. Would you believe it? With my makeup and personal appearance for my public appearances, I have a guide um, who helps me. In the you know, with cooking of, of all things. Um, often I will say, Oh, I want to make it. I want to make this. I wonder how I make it. And then it's like it's programmed into me, and I know how to make it. And so I have have a whole load of guides who I've come to recognize who help me in different ways. Then those guides also have helpers. And those helpers are, um, you know, very, very new souls who are, um, you know, they've just passed over into the world of spirit, trying to earn their wings, so to speak. And those helpers also do a lot of running around the mundane stuff that the guides and the guardian can't do. Yeah, and I see those guides sometimes. I'm very visual in, in, in my perception
0: of energies, and I see those guides. They present themselves in a particular way, uh, and and they can talk to me in a very human way. <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. different energy
1: altogether. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember one in very distinct in incident with a, a carrot cake, um, I had a friend uh, who a whose mother cake. had a carrot cake. C A R R O T, carrot cake. <laughs> and, and she and um, my friend invited me for dinner and said, "Oh, I wish I could get a cake like my mother's carrot cake." And I thought, "Oh gosh, how do I make his mother's carrot cake?" He, he, he told me it was very, very special. And because I'm able to give messages from uh, those on the other side as well as everything else I do, I called in his mother and I said, if you want to give me the recipe for the cake, I would really love it. And it actually had walnut oil in it. That was the difference. Oh. And I, I just felt so strongly to put walnut oil in it, yeah. which I did. And um, I, I had a feeling as I was making the cake that I wasn't making the cake. that um, she was making the cake, but she was leading me and guiding me. And when he finally came to eat the carrot cake, he said to me, "This is the spitting image of my mother's cake." He it, it, it said, "You would have thought you'd have you would have thought my mother had made it." That is great. So that's channelled baking, you know. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: no, that's a wonderful story. I like that. But it also what you're telling us now is that it teaches us a lot of things that. Even the message, even when you say things out loud that it might be picked up, would it pick it up if it's something negative?
1: Um, Like we would
0: never win in the lottery or something like that.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is that, you know, that our friend, in the world of spirit, there is no negativity No. because the, the self part of us is the negative part of us and that's the part of us that's frightened. That's the part of us, we could call it the ego if you like, Um, But it's the part of us that is, you know, hesitant to move on, doesn't want to make change in our life, doesn't want to have, um, you know, um, anything different than what it's it's got. And so, you know, that part of us stays here on the earth plane with the physical body. When we return home to our true home, which is in the world of spirit, Hello? Are, are you, oh, it's okay. I just heard yeah. something in my ear. It was okay. Oh, okay. And I was just,
0: if, if I may say that, you and I have a very strong energy for the air, uh, you know, for the lines. So if we are interrupted, uh, call back in.
1: Yes, I will. I will. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. But, you know, the, the thing is that the higher self part of us is the part of us that is connected to the spirit, to God, ultimate being, whatever you want to call it. You know, divine spirit. But yeah. until we can raise our vibration above the self, and and sort of you know face our fear and do you know a lot of things that we need to do um, to get above that fear, we cannot move into the higher self part of us. We are stuck in this in the self, and the only way of of getting away from that is to Face our fear is to move forward, to do what we don't want to do. Yeah. Um, for instance, my issue all my life was being in the public arena. My mother shoved me there in the, as a child. Show them how you can dance, Margaret. I used to hate it, and yeah. uh, you know, and I fought it with every part of my being. But then, and it was something that I really didn't want to do. But that was my destiny. And it took me until I was in my 40s when I became the um, New Zealand Woman's Weekly Regular Clairvoyant for three years and being in the public arena and all the lessons that that brought, which was many, uh, to realize that this was my destiny. But then, you know, I, 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 then I said to myself, why didn't I do this before? Yeah, there you go you know and we, and the thing is that it was it was then that i really started to become incredibly successful um and realized that i was destined for success and that i could have to, success and i had to get rid of the negative programming yeah and that's what we have you know I'm turning on the radio
0: or not the radio but the tv in the morning and it's negative news and you know, a negative programming and i think every single day now in the news they have you know some sad stories how people have lost their jobs their house their car and yeah, everything else yeah
1: but um, you know the interesting thing is that I'm doing a workshop um in March on March the 4th here in Seattle at the Matreya Educational uh, Foundation and it's about uh, recession proofing your life and it's all about um and it will be um it will be on our website i think i don't i'm not sure whether we're going to have a live broadcast of it, which you can also purchase on air. But, um, you know, it will, it will be on the com website. And it's all about how you can be positive during this recession. Because in 1982, I lost everything that I had. Literally, I lost everything. I lost my house, my car. I, this was in Australia. I was reduced from a, an income of my husband was self employed as a painter. And I was reduced from an income of a thousand dollars a week to a hundred and forty, yeah. and it was just so hard. And yeah. uh, you know, I had so much debt. I and I I came out of that, and and I, I you know after five years I came out of it, and then later on became a millionaire. And the thing is that you know, um, you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, and how and, did you and do the whole that purpose again, it was of was
0: through connection to your spiritual self. Is that how you can explain Yes,
1: well, how we can use the metaphysical world, how we can bring change in a recession that's very negative, and how we can change that around to help ourselves rather than make it worse. Yeah. And it gives tips on everything, from food and meals to um, to debt, to how to deal with debt, to how to deal with um, the taxation department, to how to deal with uh, people that come wanting money. To um, you know, it, it's it's all and it's all about looking at meta, the metaphysical as a way of helping us to get away from where we are, including astrology. Um, it's a whole evening of. Um, discussion on um, the recession and how you can change your life in a very bad situation
0: it sounds like wonderful wonderful news and where can people go for the, to to get hold well, of you
1: well it was it's we're only just we're only just starting the process now but it will be on com. and um, we also have uh, matriaseattle.com Which is um, another website that has about the actual school itself, and then the the school um, in Australia. Sorry, in uh, Seattle, uh, because we also have a school in Australia as well. And um, but the one in Seattle is where we're doing at this point of time, time recession-proofing your life. And hopefully, I'll be able to do the same workshop in an evening in Australia when we are there in April. It's wonderful. I have listeners in
0: Australia and also in New Zealand, actually quite yeah. a few, So, but they already would know about you. How do you spell your last name, Margaret, so people can find you?
1: Easy- it's or easy? large M, small c, large E, L-R-O-Y. Okay. It's, Mac- it's actually spelled McElroy. Like, you know, most people say McElroy, but no, it's actually, Mac-Elroy. it doesn't matter really. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's how you want to pronounce it, and it's how you see that name. But it's M, small c, capital E, L, R, O, Y. And the first name is Margaret, and the website is margaretmacaroy.com. I think now they can find you. You know, I think so, so, so often too. I,
0: yes. <laughs> I, I think so, too. <laughs> no, so often on radio shows, when I listen to them, myself you know, I don't hear what they're saying. I don't understand their names and so on. And we have so many different uh, groups from different yeah. languages also. So yeah. that's wonderful. And uh, these guardian angels, and I want to go over to past lives in a second, but these guardian angels, do they exist like we see them on pictures with with their wings and and
1: halos and so on? No. No, they don't. Um, they are purely in etheric form. an etheric form is um, is basically um, basically an etheric form can only usually be seen by a clairvoyant person, a person that has insight or has awareness on a higher level um, and then um, but you know the, most people feel them. Um, you know, most people feel those energies, and they actually can be felt as very cold when they're around you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, they can be felt as cold, or um, you you just know there's somebody with you. You just know it.
0: Uh, I thought that when you felt the chill, that was more of uh, of someone
1: dead. Well, it can it can be, it can be, but the thing is that most of the time. They are, um, you know, they they come. They, the, the reason why it's so cold is because they move so quickly. In in a sense, it's, if you put a fan on on a hot day, yeah. like in Miami, you put your fan on, and yeah. that and it, it oscillates that quickly. Well, basically, that's how they move in the world of spirit. And just oh, as, as the fan, as, yeah, yeah I, I just as the fan oscillates and gives a cold fan out a cold wave of air so do them as they come into our energy i mean you know we've all seen tinkerbell for instance and if you can imagine her wings moving um, and you know i mean angels don't actually have wings but they actually vibrate at such a high rate of, of vibration that it's almost as if they do and and they spin at such an incredible rate of vibration that they actually create a coldness as they go in and out yeah. of your auric field.
0: Yeah,
1: interesting. So
0: wonderful. Now past lifetimes, and we know you and I that this is really part of what we are. Uh, and I spoke to you beforehand, first uh, talking about President Obama and President Lincoln, and um, I have myself had that feeling that oh president obama must be a reincarnation of president lincoln it just doesn't make sense a lot of things because he seems to have that urge to do what he he did and also that urge to use his bible at the inauguration
1: and you know there's actually yeah there's actually some incredible um similarities for instance They were both relatively young and experienced legislators from Illinois. Obama in the State House, Lincoln in Congress. When they began their quest to lead the nation, both men used a divisive political issue, slavery and racism, to rise to a higher vision of America's future. They had a similar strategy for meeting the charge of extremism. Both argued against the politics of fear. Neither denied the darker aspect of the history. Each looked for larger patterns under the surface bitternesses of their day. Each forged a moral position that rose above the occasions for their speaking. Another similarity is that if, Obama, if that when Obama was elected, they would have both come to uh, the office of the presidency in the midst of a lethally dangerous time for the nation, which they did. Um, they would both have to make decisions during a national crisis that impact whether or not this nation shall endure or perish from the earth. Um, They opposed a war launched on dubious grounds. Lincoln against Polk's war against Mexico, um, based on unfounded accusations of provocation. Obama against Bush's war against Iraq, based on false claims of weapons of mass destruction. I mean, you know, it goes on and on. They also have very similar astrological charts, both huh? Obama and Lincoln have Aquarius rising, which Aquarius, as we know, is the sign of humanity. Um, you know, they both have... It's so similar. And what's very interesting is that um, Obama has Chiron, the healing, um, I say, asteroid planet. Some people call Chiron an asteroid. Some people call it a planet. But they both... Um, sorry, Ch- um, Obama has Chiron which is where he's here to heal the world, and he's come to heal the world. Yeah. And and that's what he's going to do, and he's already doing it. Yeah. It's amazing so, in the short period of time how many steps have been taken. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah,
0: and, and, you know,
1: the interesting thing is that um, Abraham Lincoln had um, Neptune in the 10th house. Now, Neptune is about illusion, and it's also... Um, you know, to do with being in the public arena. And it could be also about the way he died. Um, he actually has Mars in his eighth house. Now, when you have Mars in your eighth house, it's indicative of a bullet. Uh-huh. So, you know, he's, um, and, and it, in a way it was illusion because he didn't know it was going to happen. He had no, you know, yeah. there was no warning or anything. And, and it was done in a public way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the 10th house, astrologically. So, you know, there's a, there is so much uh, that we don't understand about metaphysics in our daily life. That's you know, true, I use true. metaphysics on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And it's enabled me to raise my vibration and to, to have the knowledge that I have. Because the more you raise yourself in vibration, the higher you go, the more intuitive you become. That's true, yeah. it's absolutely. The more you become intuitive, the more you can see, feel, and hear. Yeah. And I have a saying for my students who go through healing crises, and, I, and you know, they have to clear away old energy, or they have to face fear or face an issue. And I say to them, if you do it, just think how psychic you're going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, our past lifetimes, how do they influence us today? Um, They influence us, like, 85% of your life is lived in past life mode. Now, I'll give you a story here, because this is very interesting. My husband and I, um, my present husband, and hopefully my last husband, is um, because I've had three, um, is um, a a very beautiful man, and we have um, come together to do this work together, and um, we had a past lifetime where I was, in a way, his his woman, his slave, his bed partner. And um, he was a 40-year-old man when he took me into his bed, and, from, and I ran away from him. So he put a shackle around my foot every night for about 20 years so that I wouldn't run away and kept saying over and over and over um, that, you know, he had to keep an eye on me. Well, the interesting thing is that when he first came into my life, I started to have fear of him. I started to think, you know, he was something he wasn't. Um, or myself, the part of me that thinks, you know, rather than being in the higher self, kept telling me that, you know, he, he was uh, going to harm me, he was going to do this, going to do that, and going to do the other. We have been together now for four years and we are still working through the past life energy. Because um, he used to say on a regular basis, got to keep my eye on you, lady, got to keep my eye on you. And Under different circumstances, I think. Yes, of course. Yeah. But the thing is that, you know, every time he said those words, and he used to say them to our cat as well, which is really interesting. Yeah. But every time he said those words, I used to get frightened. And um, I actually became frightened to to, to tell him anything. Um the fear was so abject that's gone now and I can talk to him and I can speak my truth quietly and clearly but for nearly 4 years I couldn't um did you
0: know that this was the case did you find out did you see have visions of that particular yes mind? i did
1: well i had visions and it just there was knowing there was in my meditations i just knew why i was Doing things and feeling things, but one of the interesting things is that from about the when we'd been together for about two years, I started to have problems with my right ankle, which is where the um, the shackle was, and the pain at times was so acute because what happened was I put weight on um, during that lifetime, but he never made the shackle bigger, Um, and so. Um, you know, it was quite painful in that lifetime, and I've had an enormous amount of problems with my left, an- with sorry, with my right ankle in this lifetime and pain. And um, it's gone now, of course. Again, it's gone, but it came to the surface, and nobody could find out what was wrong with me. I mean, it was like you've got this phantom problem, but it wasn't a phantom problem. It was a past life problem, and and we. Matreya has said, 85% of our life is lived in past life mode. Yeah, I see it all the time. Most people who come to me,
0: they have an issue uh, that no one else has understood, and then it's
1: based in a past lifetime. Yeah, you said something? Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. You know, the thing is that it's not just issues, it's pain. You know, it can be illness. Um, I had a lady that wrote to me actually a few days ago from Canada who has got heart problems. She's 63. And she wrote to me and said, please, you know, can you tell me why I have this problem? Well, astrologically, it's actually in her chart at this point of time. So she's actually chosen to go through it. But at the same time, it's a past life issue. And it it actually came from when she had her heart broken as a young woman in another incarnation. Mm -hmm. And I see those things, too. Yeah, and And, and so, you know, the thing is that, um, I mean, you know, like you said to me, how do you tell a person, you know, you shouldn't tell a person. Well, I actually, the, the email that I generated and was channeled actually said to this woman that, yes, she's had this problem. And, yes, it is serious. But the thing is that, you know, she doesn't, in this next year, there's nothing there. So, you know, she's looking at alternative methods. She's looking at meditation, at yoga, at that kind of thing. And I think that, you know, if she keeps on going that way, she will actually start to make herself well, especially if she can heal that heart pain that she has. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, well, and we spoke before the show a little bit about, uh, I said, oh, I've been married Queen of Scots, and then you said something, oh, you know, many people can have been her, and I yes. couldn't agree more. <laughs> Tell us about that, Margaret.
1: Well, it, you know, each of us is the creator of our own reality. And, you know, I, I am Margaret McElroy in this lifetime. Yeah. But in, in another incarnation, if you wanted to be, you could also be Margaret McElroy.
0: Yeah.
1: You would, you know, you would probably have, you know, do it a different way because that's the way that you would do it as a soul. But you would, you know, you could live my life the way that you wanted to live it. in, in, in You know, and this is why often in past lives, when people are giving past life recall, there are, you know, uh, there are differences in people's pictures because not every, you know, it, it, if Like you could be Mary Queen of Scots and live it your way and do it your way. And yes, have those when you went into the building, you had all those soul memories and everything else that came to the surface. But somebody else could be Mary Queen of Scots and do it their way and do it in a different way. It's still the same way, but do it differently. Yeah. And so, you know, there's nothing exactly. Everything is, is done to the way that we see it. We want to do it as our soul sees it. And, you know, it's quite possible for a hundred people to be Cleopatra.
0: A thousand Absolutely.
1: people to be Cleopatra. But and you the
0: people p- have trouble understanding that. When I, I know they
1: it. do, but the thing is that, if we, you see, our thinking is that we, we, we are born, we die, and we go back into spirit, or we go to heaven. And then we come back again, right? in the future. Well, that is where it's all wrong because we don't come back in the future unless we actually choose to do it. We can come back at any time. So, for instance, I can have, when I die in this incarnation, if I need to come back, I can choose to have a life in the Elizabethan times. I can choose to have a life in the Roaring Mm Twenties. I can choose to have a life in... Um, you know, Roman times, because I am the creator of my own reality. This is all an illusion. But, you know, nobody else, and everybody else in my lifetime is there to help me, to teach me, to, um, you know, to push me. Even the people that I don't like are there to um, help me on this path of my journey uh, to, you know, make my soul a better being. Um, and so each one of us can have many, 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 many incarnations and we can have, you know, we can be famous people if we want to be. Mm-hmm. It's our choice.
0: Yeah, it, uh, I remember once I gave a reading for a psychologist in Stockholm, Sweden, and the way I saw it, she had... Uh, her, well, she had lived in the future, <laughs> and she was yes. now back here to find out how this lifetime was.
1: She yes, got so exactly.
0: angry about it, and she bad-mouthed me to everyone because I had said so, because she didn't believe when that could be
1: possible. It can be possible. It's very possible. And I saw you know, it. You know, I mean, I uh, it. you know, we can live in the future. We can live in the past. We, yeah. we choose what we want to do. Yeah, so now I'm here. There. I'm here actually because in this incarnation, because in a previous incarnation as another metaphysical person, I did not do the right thing. I did not do it the way I was supposed to do it. So I've had to come back to do it all over again. But this time, with uh, in a sense, an ascended master teacher, because ascended masters are just teachers. You know, they're just teachers that have like university degrees. Uh, compared to you know the the um the ordinary spirit that just has you know the uh, college degree um right. you know but the thing is that um you know there is so much to this there is just so much to this subject of of um of you know past lives and um you know that we it, i don't have enough time to talk about everything and and I you know and that frustrates me at times because you know I've got there's so much information there that goes on and on and on but you get like a few minutes to talk about it yeah and and it's it, it is it's you know we each one of us is here how do, I, I often say to people how do you know that I am not a figment of your imagination
0: that's right yeah
1: because I was told at eight years of age. A voice, it was like a, a knowing said to me, so how do you know that this world is real? How do you know that this is not a figment of your imagination? And it actually frightened me. Yeah, but this is uh,
0: what, what, what is.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is that we create every day what we want. We create every day, the, the, you know, the reality that we live. Now we can either, you know, most of us live that reality in a very negative way, especially if we have got past life memory, Um, you know, that, I mean, my my husband um, put me down constantly in that life, put me down constantly. And so when we came together, what did I do? I allowed him to put me down again. Yeah, this happens. And, you know, how do you... And he did it because he... And he didn't know he was doing it. He was doing it on a subconscious level, and I was picking it up consciously. Yeah. So uh, that's how we
0: all intermingle our past lifetimes and today. And,
1: And you actually choose, you know, you choose the people that you will connect with your friends your family people get very upset when i tell them that we choose our parents oh i never chose my horrible mother oh i never <laughs> chose my horrible father well i had a i had a very difficult father and i chose him and it's i can see yeah, it did. in my astrological chart you know yes.
0: uh, and, and but we, we believe I, that also that we choose our parents
1: Oh, we and choose I everything. We choose yeah, everything in our life from, from beginning yeah. to end. And You know how you have that deja vu feeling? Mm-hmm. You feel that you've done it before or you've been there before. Yeah, I know. Well, that is connected to before we are born, we actually have a dress rehearsal. Oh, we do? Yes. We actually have a dress rehearsal. Before we sign on the dotted line that this is what we will do with our life, we are shown numerous opportunities and possibilities for our life. Uh And and that is what we see before we are born. So when we come back to the earth plane and then we have this deja vu experience, it's because we've actually seen it in our dress rehearsal. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And so, so, I mean, my granddaughter, when she was here, kept saying to me, Nana, I get such deja vu all the time. And she's nine, (laughs) you know, and she said to me, what you said to me just now, we've done that before. Well, we haven't done it before. She actually saw, you know, she created this as part of her life plan. Yeah.
0: So when people come back, you know, like Mozart, he sat down and played the piano, Beautiful, at the age of four, I mean, he must have had more than a dress rehearsal. He had picked up on the previous knowledge that he had had.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly. We, I mean, I was a very, very metaphysical woman in my past life, but I would not go out into the public arena. I had such a fear of going out into the public arena. I did everything I could to avoid it. Yeah. Now, I think many plan- of us now that have that. Uh,
0: sorry I interrupted you, but... Uh, it, particularly people who work, what we are working with, like you and me, we have been treated so badly in the previous oh, lifetime, yes. so now we have been fearful yes. uh, of, of, of that yes. particular repeat.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is that, you know, if you have a gift and you have a fear, um, how can you do, use that gift if you have a fear? Mm. And I, I would like to think that with Maitreya's help, I have fought my fear. He has forced me to face my fear, but I'm a better person for facing that fear because hopefully I don't have to come back again.
0: Yeah. This is what,
1: you know, I said
0: exactly what you said when I was a teenager, as if I knew I said I want to have so many things happen in this lifetime so I don't have to come back again. Yeah. And I, I wasn't aware of what I was saying, really. And well, uh, I wish you in a way don't. I, I mean, so
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> I used to say over and over and over as a young child, "I'm not coming back again. This is my last time on this earth plane." I didn't even know about metaphysics then. Yeah, the I didn't even know that I was psychic then, mm-hmm. because I was a late bloomer. I was a late yeah. bloomer. I didn't, I didn't have it as a child. I probably did have it, but didn't understand it. Well, i say I did have it because I could feel people in the bedroom and I could feel people around me. But I was so frightened of it that I never did anything with it.
0: Uh, What do you feel, yeah, and this is, uh, you know, and it's in a way almost harassed, uh, you know, all this particular talent that we have. I don't have that problem really, but a few years ago it was, the thing, you, you're not supposed to be too spiritual and not too metaphysical and not anything of that kind. Yeah, I yeah. think it's more accepted now in the world. Um, well, when
1: you, yeah, when you look back 50 years and you look at how many, you know, there were no books, there were very few books on a metaphysical level. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you go into any bookstore now and there's a whole New Age section, you know, Um, There were no DVDs, there were no no films, there was nothing. And that's 50 years ago. I mean, 50 years ago also, a black man went into a a black toilet and and a a white person went into a white toilet. So, you know, in the last 50 years, we have literally transformed ourselves. But ironically, with um, the photon energy, which is another subject I'm very au fait on, through Maitreya. Um, because of the photon energy, we have in the last 20 years come so far into an alternative or metaphysical way that we we have just gone so quickly into a, a whole new energy.
0: Do you feel there is a reason for all these things happening now that we are opening up?
1: Oh, very much so, because we have to change. If we don't change, we will annihilate ourselves. And we have to become a lot more sensitive and a lot more aware. And we also have to understand the spiritual part of us, the metaphysical, etheric part of us. And that's what all these people are doing that are teaching around the world that are, you know, Wayne Dwyer, um, Sylvia Brown, you know, John Edward, all these people that are out there doing their bit. uh Lisa Williams, you know, um, Deepak Chopra, they're all educating in one way or another. They are all of them educating humanity to move forward. Yeah. So, uh,
0: in other words, we have to bring forward the feminine energy, the yin energy. Yes,
1: we do. Yes, we do. And and, but it's not so much the feminine energy. It's just learning love. And letting go of fear, because fear ruins everything. Fear is abject. Fear stops you moving forward. Fear stops you from creating. Fear stops you from making money. Fear stops you from having happiness. Fear stops you on so many levels. And it's ironic that 2,000 years ago, the prophet Jesus also talked about fear and tried to help people fight their fear. Yeah. And we're still doing it two thousand years later. Well, it's
0: our programming. It's our programming from society, from those in power. We yeah. have to be fearful of everything. You have to be pe- fearful now because the yeah. money isn't there, and we're yeah. just conditioned and programmed to,
1: yeah. to be Yeah, but that I'm well. not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So we have to work with the light. And I always say, you know, sit 10 minutes just by yourself and bring in the light. I don't know if you do it that way with the light or you have your angel or your you have your teacher coming in. But to me, that's still the light, isn't it? It's a higher yes. frequency.
1: Yes. And, and, you know, whether you call it light, whether you call it teacher, whether you call it God, whether you call it whatever, if you can, I mean, you see, one of the things that I do is I run mediumistic classes. And, and one of the, the things of my Medium Mystic classes is that, um, you know, you have to sit and meditate for at least half an hour. And during that half an hour, nobody's ever sat for half an hour for still for so long. Um, because we don't, we don't sit still. We don't, you know, we, we our self is constantly keeping us busy. Busy, 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 busy. Keep yourself busy. You won't have to think about anything on a higher level. You won't have to see anything. You know it's it's interesting that most people um, have massive, you know like have incredible accidents or surgeries or whatever, and while they're sitting around doing nothing, they actually have to see their life and see you know they get their a lot of inspiration at that point of time, because they are actually sitting still, yeah. or lying still.
0: So, um, uh, again, we are moving on. We only have a few minutes left. This went very fast, as you noticed, everyone. <laughs> and uh, this is Helena Steiner-Hornstein. My website is www.speakingtoyourheart.com. And I have my wonderful uh, guest, Margaret McElroy. She says it's a different way. Uh, and her, um, she will give her website and how you can get in touch with her. Thank you um, for listening, but we haven't quite finished yet. So, Margaret, you can give your website, how we can get hold of you.
1: Well, basically through margaretmacelroy.com. margaretmacelroy.com, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y. It's margaretmacelroy, all one word, dot com. And um, you can contact me through that website. Very good. So there we have it. Is
0: there any good bit of advice you can give us all now how to to start a good relationship with our guardian angel?
1: Um, just basically, you know, trust. Just believe it. If you believe it, you know, as Tinkerbell says, it will be. Um, uh, you know, um, on, a, on our weekly radio show, we talk about this every week. My, my husband and I do a show together on Thursday evening, 7 till 8 o'clock on com And it's actually televised at the same time. Because oh. we're actually on a radio station as well. And then we have a half hour at the end of that that is uncut. So, in other words, we have, that's when we, we talk over the juicy stuff that we can't talk over on radio. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone wants. <laughs> yes. So, you know, we have actually, um, you know, Margaret McElroy Live, which is on the margaretmaceroy.com website, every Thursday, 7 till 8. Uh-huh. And that's then 8 wonderful. till 8.30, which is the uncut version. Yeah. So I think uh, we have uh, come
0: to our conclusion, maybe one more thing about how to trust your
1: your uh, feelings about something. Yes, don't doubt your feelings. Don't doubt those knowings that you have. Don't allow the, the self part of you to say, no, it's a load of rubbish. Because um, you know, y- y- we we are all being told on a daily basis the things that we need to know. It's just that we don't believe them. That's true. We don't trust our feelings. We don't trust our feelings. And uh-huh. um, you know, I know people that have lost millions of dollars because they didn't listen to their feelings. Yeah. But those and
0: feelings are those that come
1: in quickly,
0: not the ones that come like. Well, you slowly. don't think
1: when you ha- yeah, you don't think no. when you have those feelings. They're are just the way, there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I know uh,
0: particularly that a left brained, uh, the logical left brained men, particular, when they say, Oh, I was thinking about it, trying to feel mm-hmm. for it, and that was the way that it went. Yeah. And I said, That's not the way you do it. You just no. get
1: that little you, you know, if we lived in the higher self part of us, which I do now, I'm not saying I don't get assuaged by the self every day, it's there every day. But if I. You know, if I uh, live in the higher self, then I really am getting the best I possibly can out of my life. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm being led and guided every step of the way. Yeah, Wonderful. Okay,
0: the show is over. And I didn't pay notice. I was listening to you so much. But what I'm saying now is still going to the files. So it was just the ones who listened right now who missed this particular bit so thank you so very much margaret for being with no us thank you
1: so very much i've thoroughly enjoyed it yes yeah, so did i it was fun and, and hopefully somebody learned something <laughs> i think
0: so yes we always learn i learned something too and uh, you know we always learn even uh, if we consider ourselves experts
1: yes yes so thank you
0: so much again thank and you. do come back sometime i better. would
1: love to anytime you want me back i'll be there
0: Okay, thank you so much, Margaret. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.